I'm Robin Hess, and you're listening to Climate Focused Future. So, this episode is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a very long time. It's an online shopping delivery service, Amazon, that's become increasingly useful to millions of Americans and people around the world since the start of the COVID pandemic, but had also been on the rise before this. And I've been seeing over the past few months, I've been relying on Amazon a lot more to get regular things that I would normally, you know, just run to CVS or Target and grab. But instead, it is so convenient that I can get something even small in price, shipped to my house within one or two days with no shipping charge. But how bad is this huge company for our environment? And what are the costs of being able to get these goods so quickly? So in 2018, Amazon emitted 44 million metric tons of CO2. And for context, that's huge. That's more than UPS, FedEx, Apple, Google, and Microsoft emitted the same year. So first, let's talk about probably the most common advantage to Amazon, and that's one-day shipping or short shipping policies, especially on small orders. So with these new policies and advancements in technology and delivery to get consumers their items faster, consumers are increasingly ordering small items on Amazon for quick delivery and ordering them individually rather than heading to a local store. And while an MIT study done in 2013 found that online shopping could have a smaller carbon footprint than in-person shopping, this is dependent on a lot of factors like location, transit, and package speed. However, the speed and high demand of products make Amazon service really bad for the climate. Amazon uses contracted drivers for a portion of their deliveries, which means the drivers don't work for a huge organization, and contracted drivers typically drive with smaller vans, so they can only carry a few packages at the time and have to go back and forth from a warehouse to pick up more. This is really bad for their carbon footprint. But it's not like freight vehicles are much easier. Freight vehicles are trucks as used by UPS and USPS, and freight trucks alone make up about a quarter of United States transportation emissions. And transportation is the United States' highest category of emission. So there's not really a good side to this. Some people have suggested solutions from retailers having more zero emission and low emission vehicles, and consumers being more aware of their shopping habits. But in order for this to change, we need a big systemic push within the Amazon company itself. Now we come to Amazon Employees for Climate Justice which is an organization of Amazon employees that advocate for climate justice. They believe that it's their responsibility to ensure that Amazon business models don't contribute to the climate crisis. However, the company has tried to fire some for doing this, and they've received threats from inside the company if they continued their work. However, they've asked Amazon to become zero emissions by 2030, stop working with fossil fuel companies, and stop funding politicians and lobbyists who deny climate change. Now, what impact has this had? Actually, a pretty big one. Although Amazon hasn't outwardly admitted it, Amazon Employees for Climate Justice has had an integral part in Amazon's current climate goals. Jeff Bezos has agreed to go carbon neutral by 2040 in accordance with the Paris Climate Agreement, and this is actually 10 years earlier than the Paris Climate Agreement states. Amazon's also ordered 100,000 electric delivery vehicles, and that service will begin in 2021. Currently, Amazon is reporting that 40% of their energy is renewable, but the company plans for this to be 100% by 2030. It's also pledged to continuously measure and report its emissions. Finally, a year ago, Jeff Bezos made a very public donation of $10 billion to address the climate crisis. In summary, Amazon isn't good for the climate, and rising technological and shipping abilities only make it worse. 
In addition, Amazon's been racking up increasing human rights violations over the years in their employer conditions and, and labor treatment. So is Amazon bad for the climate? Yeah, very. And if you have another option, I'd advise you to use it. However, for many people, especially with the pandemic, Amazon is the cheapest and most convenient option. And in that, it's not worth risking your safety if you feel it's not safe to go to a store or paying ridiculous amounts of shipping. But it is important to continue putting pressures on these big corporations and hopefully voting for politicians and governmental representatives who will help enforce regulations on them. Hopefully, Amazon will actually follow through on its goals and become carbon neutral by 2040. Hey, it's Robin. I'm just hopping in here to make a little change. I recorded this episode on February 2nd, and I'm editing it now on February 4th. And in between that time, Jeff Bezos announced that he would be stepping down as CEO of Amazon. Although this seems like a big change, He'll be switching to be the executive chair of the Amazon board, which basically means that although he'll hold a less public role, he still has a huge amount of influence on how the company operates. So if you see future news about what Amazon is doing, know that he's still going to be one of the big players behind it. He just has a different role. Thanks for listening to this episode of Climate Focused Future. You can check out our website, climatefocusedfuture.org. And also check out the resource links in the description below.